The Lovers of the Poor by Gwendolyn Brooks Arrive. The ladies from the Ladies' Betterment League arrive in the afternoon, the late light slanting in diluted gold bars across the boulevard brag of proud seamed faces with mercy and murder hinting here, there, interrupting. All deep and debonair, the pink paint on the innocence of fear walk in a gingerly manner up the hall, cutting with knives served by their softest care, served by their love so barbarously fair. Whose mother's taught, you'd better not be cruel, you'd better not throw stones upon the wrens. Herein they kiss and coddle and assault, anew and dearly in the innocence with which they baffle nature. Who are full, sleek, tender-clad, fit, fifty-ish, aglow, all sweetly abortive, hinting at fat fruit. Judge at high time that fifty-ish fingers felt beneath the lovelier planes of enterprise, to resurrect, to moisten with milky chill, to be a random hitching post or plush, to be for wet eyes, random and handy hem. Their guild is giving money to the poor, the worthy poor, the very, very worthy and beautiful poor. Perhaps just not too swarthy. Perhaps just not too dirty, nor too dim, nor passionate. In truth, what they could wish is something less than derelict or dull. Not staunch enough to stab, though, gaze for gaze. God shield them sharply from the beggar bold. The noxious needy ones, whose battle is bald, nonetheless for being voiceless, hits one down. But it's all so bad, and entirely too much for them. The stench. The urine, cabbages, and dead beans. Dead porridges of assorted dusty grains. The old smoke, heavy diapers. And, they're told, something called chitterlings. The darkness, drawn darkness or dirty light. The soil that stirs, the soil that looks the soil of centuries, and for that matter, the general oldness, old wood, old marble, old tile, old, old, old. Not home-kind oldness, not like forest Glencoe, Nothing is sturdy, nothing is majestic. There is no quiet drama, no rubbed glaze, no unkillable infirmity of such. A tasteful turn as lately they have left. Glencoe Lake Forest, and to which their cars must presently restore them. When they're done with dullards and distortions of the sophistic, patience of the poor and put upon... They've never seen such a make-do-ness as newspaper rugs before. In this, this flat, their hostess is gathering up the oozed, the rich rugs of the morning, tattered, the bespattered, ready to spread clean rugs for afternoon. Here is a scene for you. The ladies look, in horror, behind a substantial citizenness, whose trains clank out across her swollen heart, who, arms akimbo, almost fills the door. 
all tumbling children, quilts dragged to the floor and tortured thereover, potato peelings, soft-eyed kitten, hunched up, haggard to be hurt. Their league is allotting largesse to the lost. But to put their clean, their pretty money, to put their money collected from delicate rose fingers, tipped with their hundred flawless rose nails, seems they own spode, low-stuffed candelabra, mantles, and hostess gowns, and sunburst clocks, turtle soup, Chippendale, red satin hangings, Aubusons and Hattie Carnegie. They winter in Palm Beach, cross the water in June, attend, when suitable, the nice art institute. Buy the right books in the best bindings, saunter on Michigan, Easter mornings, in sun or wind. O squalor, this sick four-story hulk, this fiber with fissures everywhere, why, what are bringings of loath love largesse? What shall peril hungers, so old, old? What shall flatter the desolate? Tin can, blocked fire escape and chitterling, and swaggering seeking youth in the puzzled wreckage of the middle passage, and urine and stale shames, and again, the porridge of the underslung, and children, children, children. Heavens, that was a rat, surely, off there in the shadows. Long and long-tailed, gray. The ladies from the Ladies' Betterment League agree it will be better to achieve the outer air that writes and studies, to he a house that does not holler to ring bells else time, better presently to cater, to no more possibilities, to get away. Perhaps the money can be posted, Perhaps they, too, may choose another slum. Some serious, sooty, half-unhappy home. Where loath love likelier may be invested. Keeping their scented bodies in the center of the hall as they walk down the hysterical hall. They allow their lovely skirts to graze no wall. Are off at what they manage of a canter. And, resuming all the clues of what they were, Try to avoid inhaling the laden air. In memoriam, Martin Luther King Jr. Honey people murder mercy, USA. The milk clan turn to monsters teach. To kill, to violate, pull down, destroy. The weekly freedom, growing fruit from being born. America. Tomorrow, yesterday, rip, rape. Exacerbate, despoil, disfigure, crazy running threat, the deadly thrall, appall, belief, dispel. The wildlife burn the breast, the onward tongue, the outward hand, deform the normal rainy riot, sunshine shelter wreck, of darkness, derogate, delimit, blink, explode, deprive, assassinate, and batten up, like bullets, fatten up. The raving greed reactivate a springtime terrorizing. Death by men, by more than you or I can. Stop. They sleep who know a regulated place, or pulse or tide or changing sky.
According to some universal stage direction, obvious, like shore-washed shells, we share an afternoon of mourning in between no next predictable, except for wild reversal hearse rehearsal, bleach the black long lunging, ritual of fright and sanity and more, deplorable abortion more and more. Freedom. Freedom will not come today, this year, nor ever, through compromise and fear. I have as much right as the other fellow has to stand on my two feet and own the land. I tire so of hearing people say, let things take their course, tomorrow is another day. I do not need my freedom when I'm dead. I cannot live on tomorrow's bread. Freedom is a strong seed planted in a great need. I live here too. I want my freedom just as you. To the man who shouted, I like pork fried rice at me on the street. You want to eat me out, right? What does it taste like? You want to eat me right out of these jeans and into something a little cheaper, more digestible, more bite-sized, more thank you, come. I am greasy for you. I slick my hair with MSG every morning. I'm bad for you. Got some red light district between your teeth. What does it taste like? A takeout box between my legs. Plastic bag lady, flimsy white fork to snap in half. Dispose of me. Taste like dried squid, lips puffy with salt. Lips brimming with foreign, so call me pork. Curly-tailed obscenity, been playing in the mud, dirty meat. Worms in your stomach, give you a fever. Dead meat, butchered girl chopped up and cradled in styrofoam. You candid cannibal. You want me bite-sized, no eyes clogging your throat. But I've been watching from the slaughterhouse ever since you named me edible, tossed in a cookie at the end. Lucky man, go and take what's yours. Name yourself archaeologist, but listen carefully to the squelches in your teeth and hear my so squeal, scream murder between molars. Watch salt awaken with synapse. Watch me kick back to life. Watch me tentacles and teeth. Watch me resurrected, electric. What does it taste like? Revenge, squirming alive in your mouth, strangling you quiet from the inside out.